0: Welcome to The Grow Show with me as your host, Joe Camarado. I am an entrepreneur who created my company, National Business Capital, from literally $0 out of my spare bedroom to over $2 billion in business loans secured for entrepreneurs nationwide. Since 2007, I have seen just about every type of business. I provide money and help entrepreneurs access capital to scale fast, but I also know that it's possible for you as you scale to replace yourself to build systems, processes, and great teams of people that can live on without you, so you can actually enjoy your life and your company can still grow. I will not only tell you the peaks and valleys of my story, but I will also bring on world-class entrepreneurs to tell their stories and share their lessons on their growth journeys. Welcome to The Grow Show. All right, welcome to the Grow Show. Uh, today, I have an awesome special guest, Evan Carmichael. Um, if you don't know Evan, you really uh, need to. Obviously, on my show, it's all about uh, you know entrepreneurs uh, growing their stories, their successes, but more importantly, like the challenges of growth, which no one likes to talk about. And I want to get into that with Evan today. Um, You know, Evan uh, believes in entrepreneurs. Gary Venichuk called him the DJ who inspires people. Ed Millette called him the modern day Napoleon Hill. If you didn't know, at 19, he built and then sold the biotech software company. At 22, he's a venture capitalist, raising 500 to 15 million. He obviously now runs an amazing YouTube channel, over 3 million subscribers, almost 4 million, half a billion views, wrote five books, speaks globally and has uh, reviewed the biggest name personal development from Grant Codone to Tony Robbins, and the list goes on. Um, Evan wants to solve the world's largest problem that people don't believe in themselves enough. Um, his home is Toronto. He's a husband, father, and League of Legends fan. Welcome to the show, Evan. I love it. The gross show with Joe. Let's go. It's love here. <laughs> it's great. So, you know... <laughs> It, it's really interesting. And, and, you know, we've had a few conversations in the past and I always enjoy them. And I know that you're open about this, but like if people don't really look in and like read about you, maybe make it to your website, which I really recommend that everyone does. Um, I, I love how open you are, you know, in sharing, but you know, if you go to your website and you, or, or your YouTube channel, you see all these great videos, all these amazing interviews, all this awesome content you put out, but like, you know, you were like this introverted guy and, you know, doing all the stuff that you do now. I mean, you make it look so easy, but that like originally wasn't you. So I just, I don't know. I, I want to talk about that because you've overcome so many challenges with yourself to grow into, uh, you know, an amazing person. And besides all that, you're a really good person, which I truly respect.
1: Well, thank you. Um, appreciate you for that, man. Um, my growth was slow, man. I mean, I needed the growth show when I was getting started. <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my homepage, I show the year-over-year growth because it inspires people. Uh, it was definitely not an overnight success, right? Like my first year on YouTube, I had 25 subscribers. Five years in, I had 2,000 subscribers or something. Like it was not a rapid uh, climb. And the only thing I had yeah. going for me was I just kept going. I just kept making. I just kept creating that. I, I wanted to serve. I wanted to help. I never wanted to be famous. Um, we have a mutual friend, Steve, Steve Carlos, who's uh, done some help for oh, me boy. and for you. And uh, that was the biggest fight that I would get in with him uh, is like, Evan, you need to be famous. Like, Steve, I don't want to be famous. <laughs> like, no, no, but you need to be famous. Like I don't want to be famous, Steve. It's great. Uh, and so like for years we fought about this and then it finally sunk in and really it's probably me just better being able to receive and listen better. Uh, where he said, it, "You don't get it. Like if people, if you're famous, then you'll be able to serve more people." And so, like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it it clicked. <laughs>
1: That's what you've been saying for the past four years. Like, I, I think the earwax came out. Um, and Sometimes so, Steve's okay. <laughs> yeah, I know Steve's great. I mean, I credit a lot of my my success and growth to his mentorship and guidance and push, um, telling me where I suck and how to get better. And it was that. Uh, recognition that okay the more people know me the more i can spread a message and it and it's not about me like even before doing this it would have been if you had approached me 10 years ago or five years ago i was like why do you want to like who cares about my story why do you want to have me on joe i mean i'm i'm profiling giant names in the space like who am i compared to elon musk and whoever else uh and so i would have said no i like that's you don't want me that's dumb um but then I realized no, people can learn from what I've done, and uh, every interview I do is another chance to spread the mission a little bit more. So it was really just a mindset shift that the more people know my story, um, and what I'm trying to do, the more it might just touch the right person to go off and um, encourage them to believe in themselves more and chase down their dreams, whatever that may be.
0: Yeah, and and when did that shift happen? Right, because you you know you, you you know just like you know. Um, you know, reading your story, just, you know, how you were like this introvert, like, did something happen? Like, was there an event? Was it a chain of events where, you know, this, you know, this shift happened? Did you always want to be an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, Well, I I mean, introvert and entrepreneur would split up. Um, (laughs) I'm still an introvert. I I still don't enjoy, uh, like, I don't, I don't enjoy speaking on stage. I, I enjoy the six hours in the hallway afterwards of helping people one-on-one at events nice. but i don't yeah i don't i don't need the limelight i don't crave the limelight i don't like the limelight um so that was really just to shift the service and we talked about steve helping with that um terms of being an entrepreneur yeah, i'm 40 what year is it i'm 44 in may and when i was growing up entrepreneur wasn't a thing you know yeah. I feel like i'm an old man i guess but none of my friends were, were getting there buddy
0: <laughs>
1: my parents were entrepreneurs i went to a small school we didn't have entrepreneurship class or anything i just didn't know anybody who was an entrepreneur uh the internet was just coming online like i had to go to the library to use the internet in high school and yep. university, right it was like just coming on so there were no examples to follow i, I always liked money growing up um and asking parents like how uh, what should i do when i you know get older and he said, well, you like money, you should go be a banker. Bankers make money. It's like, okay, I'm going to go be a banker. I mean, this it's a, it's a high school yearbook. It says, where are you going to be in 10 years as a VP at a bank? And I had a lot of entrepreneurial tendencies growing up. So baseball cards and garage sales and yep. all these little side hustles that, you know, went nowhere. Um, baseball cards actually made some decent money for a, for a 13-year-old that. But most of these things kind of went nowhere. Uh, and then I met two entrepreneurs university and um, partnered with them on their company. And I took a 30% stake in the business equity and made $300 a month. So it's not like tiny little <laughs> startup <laughs> making no money. And uh, that just felt right. Um, I, I wish again, like I honestly wish there was a grow show back then, like to, just to open my eyes. Cause I didn't, I didn't have any people in my life who were doing this. And so I had no, I didn't know it was avail- available. I didn't know it was possible. I didn't know this thing even existed, which is what is so amazing about the internet now. Um, yeah, and people are knocking, you know, social media and seeing how bad it is and poisoning kids and whatever. Like, but it can also be great. You know, it's like your heroes are there, and the best teachers now are on YouTube. You know, like whatever you want to learn skills, like chances are there's a better teacher on YouTube teaching it in a easier-to-understand way, more entertaining way, more valuable way than what your teacher is
0: teaching you. And so I think that's pretty incredible. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, and I've been talking about this with my wife and you know, my daughter's eight now, and just, like, I think it, it should be embraced, but, in you know, in a structured way, like a constructive way. But, you know, I mean, just think about some of the people that you've interv- interviewed in your, your show, like Elon Musk, Tony Robbins, like these amazing leaders, you get to basically, like, be a fly in the wall, you know, you know, like in the room in these conversations that prior like growing up, like I, we would have never been able to hear those conversations. You would have had to be like, you know, like in the crowd or, you know, come from a wealthy family and, you know, be at like a dinner table or something like that or out of a Like it just it, it, it was impossible. So like the the the, the access to information now, it's, it's unbelievable, which. No, I think it's just really interesting too because you you have so many people complaining, um, and I just think that there's so much opportunity today, um, way more than there was when I was growing up.
1: I mean, Instagram, YouTube, all it can be negative. It just all depends on what you follow, like who you follow. Correct.
0: Yeah. If you follow Grow by Joe,
1: you're not going to be hit with a lot of negative <laughs> ideas, right? You're going to be starting your business. But like, I went to University of Toronto, which is, if not the one of the top universities in Canada, my country. And I did a business degree and they didn't have a course on small business until our final year. And so fourth year, I'm like, this is great. I'm going to, I'm already running my business. Now I'm going to learn how to actually run a business. And the professor didn't run his own business. How does come up with like a business plan for a fake business where everybody, all my classmates were, were doing like, oh, we should start a coffee shop or some, some retail shop. And I'm like, I'm already running my business. I'm already starting to make some money. Like, I would learn more from one gross show episode than my entire semester at university.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're,
1: yeah. You're doing it. You have a business and you're bringing on people who you're you're picking apart their brains, their minds, their insights. And so it, it's the opportunity to get into self education. Like, whatever you want to learn, there's somebody on YouTube teaching it. And I've had conversations with my son who's 14 and he's in grade nine. And I don't know what, like, what does he do after he graduates? He doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. So that would have been easy, but does it make sense yeah. to go to university? It's like, it's a weird spot to be in. I don't know if it even makes sense for some, you want to be a lawyer. You still have to go. You want to be a doctor. You still have to go. But other yeah. professions, is it still worth it? I, I, know. I know. I,
0: I, I, I have the same, I share the same thoughts and I've had the same similar conversations, you know, like, you know, unless it's like a clear, I still have some time for this, you know, with my kids, but like, I don't know, you know, like, unless it's like clear that you want to go for this, it's it just, is it, is it worth the time and the, you know, in the money? And could you learn way more doing other things or, or, you know, having me mentor you about business or I don't know. And, and Joe, so that time
1: flies like my son's yeah. 14 now. He was eight yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I'm, you know it's like And now
1: it. it's real. Like he's got to decide basically by next year what he's going to be doing. Cause, yeah. Cause time is starting to, to get
0: there. So, um, anyways, crazy how quickly it, it creeps up. Absolutely. You know, so just speaking about learning and stuff, like tell me a little bit about your book momentum, you know, um, you know, what could, what could folks, you know, uh, you know, get out of that. And, and, and what information are you sharing in there?
1: Yeah. It's a little hard to see it's, it's behind me there on the wall. But, um, <laughs>
0: We'll get to the Doritos after. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, It really stands out on this background. Uh, Momentum, I I used to, I still do. I I often say to entrepreneurs, the only thing you're missing is momentum. I meet so many amazing, talented entrepreneurs who are service-driven, who want to do good in an ethical way and help, and they're just sitting on their ideas, you know, for like years, just sitting on their ideas. And I'll tell them the only thing they're missing is momentum. And so I decided that I would just write a book about it. <laughs> and, and the book is called it. Momentum. And then underneath it says, the only thing you're missing is momentum. And uh, guys, people through the process of how do you create momentum? How do you sustain momentum? Because again, for most people, most entrepreneurs, uh, when you don't have a boss over you telling you, hey, Joe, you got to get this done tomorrow. We often don't push ourselves to actually go and get that thing done tomorrow. And so we're, we're sitting on all this potential and so most people are not missing the idea they're just missing the momentum
0: 100 i i actually I, I love it and i couldn't agree more i talk about with my team all the time how powerful momentum is and you know i mean we and, and just like going through COVID, a lot of momentum was disrupted for a lot of people a lot of companies like things just stopped and you know i really witnessed momentum slowing and what it took to rebuild momentum um and you know it's 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 a weird it's it's a really interesting thing and once you get that momentum going I mean, you, obviously it's it's the key is to keep it going but then sometimes it can almost take a little mind of its own you know as well too so it's definitely something you have to constantly you know keep up with but what
1: i don't do you, think people realize do, right like how many how many business owners are not growing because they think they just don't have enough capital to do it
0: yeah. Millions. Yeah. but yeah. And they
1: don't, they, they just have accepted, oh, I don't know how to get money. So I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. And they may not know of you and what you do and the options, but like, if you just start, you start, you start, you go to YouTube and you search, how can I fund my company? Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Joe pops up, but if it's not, he's popping I should. up yeah. <laughs> 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 like, Wow. There's this whole company. They do this. I didn't even know this thing existed. Right. It's like, we don't like the we don't like not knowing, and we don't like the messiness, and we want things to be elegant. But at the beginning, it's not. But it leads you down to amazing places, and it leads you to finding someone like Joe or some other options. Where now, you know, three months ago, you thought there's no way I'm ever going to get funding for my thing, and now three months later,
0: you're funded. And then what yeah. does that
1: do to help you yeah. grow and, your business?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. We've had companies that started, you know, with fifty thousand dollars fundings. You know, we just had someone started with fifty and um, you know a few years ago, and uh, we just gave him a million dollars. You know, um, and he didn't qualify for that years ago. You know, it's just it's it's amazing, and he created a lot of momentum, and it's it you know it's powerful, and he stayed focused and was disciplined, and I think another big key word too, which fuels the momentum, is the discipline. Like, because especially as being an entrepreneur, there is no one. Like, I do like to have coaches and. To, for other people to hold me accountable, but like you really have to hold yourself accountable. And cause there's no one, you know, especially when you're at the top, typically holding you accountable and pushing you that I feel like disciplines key to, you know, keep things going growing. And obviously that momentum.
1: Yeah. I mean, for discipline, I, the, the easiest thing for me is just to have a calendar. And I think successful people, or at least the ones I know have a calendar and a routine. So nobody I know wakes up and says, it's going to be an amazing day. I'm going to change the world. Let's go, right? Like, that's what we think. Of. You don't do, do that. that. No, I don't do that. I don't do that. Joe. You don't either. Right. I mean, it's like we, we see these people on YouTube and Instagram and just think, man, they just wake up and it's always rainbows and it's everything. is just, yeah. Point. And they're the greatest entrepreneur and the greatest father. And like in the greatest. And they don't work. And they never work. And it's just right. That's what we think. Right. But, but the difference is just uh. the habits and routines. Right. So, what do you do when you wake I wake up and I, I might be tired. I might've had a rough night. I, I still get up and I go do the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. And so whenever I want to, I think, I think um, there are moments where you have to, you have to bring in the discipline because you're tired or there's something else. So there's a shiny object over here that you want to go off and do. But I think if you're always, if you're always relying on willpower, you're eventually going to fail where the yeah. calendar is a thing that ends up saving you, right? So I'm here right now with you because it's in my calendar. If it wasn't in my calendar. Same here. (laughs) Yeah, it's like we both would have forgotten
0: about it.
1: Or Or beyond this, some other thing that's popping up, right? And so we tend to schedule in things with other people, but we don't tend to schedule, or at least people who are first learning this don't schedule things in for themselves. Like time for you to work, time for you to write your book, time for you to be creative, time for you to brainstorm the next five years of your business, time with your wife and with your kids, time for yourself to do... Your whatever, your meditation, your yoga, your sauna, your cold plunge—like we'll often just abandon all those things and focus only on business stuff that rely yeah. with other people. Um, but if you can then create a calendar that fits your whole life, that's that's the unlock for me. I get a great idea. I talk to you. I get inspired. If it's a habit that I need to keep doing, you're gonna tell me about some new. Infrared, something I need to go off and do. Great, uh, it's a great idea. Ooh, exciting! If it's not on my yeah. calendar, like it's never gonna happen. It's not happening. Yeah, it's, not, it's happening. not happening.
0: Yeah, and I think, and I think too, like the think like scheduling the thinking time because it's. Just, I was just talking with another entrepreneur um, uh, two nights ago, and, and just like how important it's been for him and his success to like take the time just to think things through. And I think in this new world of Zoom, we just so many people just wrapped up going to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing and not scheduling that time to like focus, think and, you know, strategize. Yeah. I think
1: if you, I think we have moments, I think sometimes those come in phases. Like you have moments in your life where you just need to get stuff done and you know exactly what you need to do. And you just need to buckle down and go and do the work. And then you also, you'll have other moments where like, you don't know what to do next. Like you just hit your goal or the goal doesn't serve you anymore. It's like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing with this show. I don't know what I'm creating here. And that's yeah. where, some creative time helps and like outside time is always great i love i spend two to three hours outside every day uh just walking it's colder now did you get snow in new york
0: yeah we did we did it was you know the biggest uh, snowstorm in two years but we haven't gotten snow in two years so any snow would have been the biggest snowstorm we, 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 we have not got, like, had five snow five in
1: toronto we're north of you wow uh, i'm we surprised just pounded today
0: yeah we're like oh, outside
1: yeah. is pounded so it's a little more difficult to get outside and, and do the walk but um that's where willpower and discipline will come in. It's like, I said, I was going to do it. Oh, now it's hard. Ooh, it's snowy. Ooh, it's a big dump. Do I still go off and do it or not? Right. That's when you need the willpower. Um, and the snow boots and the snow boots. Yeah. You're not walking barefoot out unless, unless you're Wim Hof and you're (laughs) doing exercises to, to dive in there. Um, I
0: just did a, a Wim Hof event actually. And, uh, we got in the sound. It was like 42 degrees. It was a 20 degree day. It was uh, it was pretty it was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a great example. Wim is great. We were the first film crew to ever go in and film him at an event. So when he came oh, to wow. Toronto, we filmed the whole event. We had to film like we couldn't show fronts of faces like participants, but like back of heads and then and then Wim. Um, and that's another great example. Like you go see Wim and you have this great experience, and it's a weekend, and it's awesome, and you're breathing, and you're doing the cold plunging. Like that was great. But nothing happens unless you maintain the practice.
0: Yeah, keep doing so it 100%. How are
1: you, are you going to buy a cold plunge? Are you going to go and do a cold shower every day? You know, like, and unless it becomes part, it's the same thing for business, any habit. Business is a habit too. Are you doing your calls? Are you making content? I'm going to start a podcast and call it the Grow Show. Awesome. Are you talking to people? Are you getting in front yeah. and booking time? Right. Like, all of these things are the habits that consistently build up. And, for most people, they just especially entrepreneurs, we get all excited and added would out on, you know, this is such a great idea. But it's like stop and start and stop and start and stop and start. Where like the people who are successful just keep going, just keep it's making just do another show, you know, just make another video.
0: That that was gonna be it's funny. was gonna be my question. Is like, you know, you've interviewed all these amazing leaders, just just you know, awesome people. Um what what is the common denominator that you find um, you know, through all these successful entrepreneurs?
1: Uh, for me, it always comes down to belief, belief in, that they can do it. Uh, now I might, I'm, I see the world to the lens of believe anyway. The so just a lot of the people who've had tons of success, like they, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be there. Like you shouldn't be doing yeah. what you're doing from where you came from and what you went through. It's like, you shouldn't be here doing this. Like eight year old Joe is like, what are you doing? That's not possible. <laughs> and then you're this here, true. It, right? And so you're already, in, you're an impossibility to younger you, let alone an impossibility like to the world. And so successful yeah. entrepreneurs just believe that this thing can happen, even though logically it doesn't make sense. And when people tell you this doesn't make sense, they're right. You know, they yeah. are right. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't make sense, and but you believe in yourself that you're just gonna go off and do it. Um, that's the one. Two, I would say they start, they build momentum, like they just create, they go, it, even though it doesn't make sense. They're not gonna overthink it for the next twenty years before they decide. Like I'm gonna go get funding. I'm gonna find an option, and then, poof, here comes Joe. Right? We're like they, they didn't have that connection. They didn't know what they were doing. They just started, and then if I had a third, it'd be that they just kept going. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not, one one bank tells me no, I'm not gonna get funding. Cool. I'm going to keep searching until I find an option.
0: Yeah. now I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't agree more with that. And I think, you know, probably one of the biggest keys to my success has been mindset, you know, and just powering through the challenging times. And even reading your story, just, you know, a time where you, you basically were about to throw in the towel. Like imagine if you didn't keep going through that, look at what you've, you know, created. And we've all been there. Like that's, I feel like such a familiar story. I mean, I feel like, any successful entrepreneur, if you haven't had those moments, like then, then, you know, you got really lucky or you, you weren't trying hard enough. No, it doesn't, you know? doesn't
1: happen. <laughs> um, I, I know we got to go, but one, one quick story uh, of how badly I needed the growth show. When I was 19, I had my first business. I, I was excited. Like, here I go, we're going to be entrepreneurs. We're going to change the world. And so first stop is the bank. I'm like, okay, well, banks help entrepreneurs. So I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to, I'm gonna get some help because I don't. My parents are entrepreneurs. I don't know what I'm doing. So I walk into the bank. He said, "Hi, I'm Evan. I started my business. How can you help me?" <laughs> and the guy's like, "Well, like, do you do you need a loan?" It's like, I don't know. I'm starting up. I need. I'm. I want to grow my company. How can you help? Banks help people, right? What What can I do? And uh, he said, "Well, if if it's a startup, you, we need at least three years of history before we can give you any kind of loan. And otherwise, you you need to." guarantee it personally but you don't have any income so like i don't think i can really do anything for you and i walked in so excited and happy and i left like feeling like oh my god i did what am i doing i'm going to fail this is ridiculous um and not i mean that's just how banks are designed but i really wish there was a changed. show like the grow show that they could have at least pointed me to is like okay like hey i can't fund you but here's some content here's here's some resources here's something you can look at to help and I love hearing the stories, like you said, where you started with a 50k deal and now it's a million and then the next one's five or whatever else, because, yeah. you know, I, I could have quit and a lot of people do quit at those first early points of of getting rejected. And um, I just love that you're here making content, sharing the message uh, and doing a lot of good because entrepreneurs are changing the world and you're funding them and giving them the resources to do it. So thank you for having That's me something. on, man, and just super pumped to see you continue to grow. <laughs>
0: Thank you, man. And, and same to you. Keep doing what you're doing. You're an inspiration to so many people. Definitely appreciate taking time on the show. I know you're busy. We always wrap up. What's uh, one growth tip that you'd share with fellow entrepreneurs? Follow the growth show. <laughs> you want to grow? It.
1: Follow the growth show.
0: Listen <laughs> to Joe. Subscribe,
1: leave a comment, and tell them what <laughs> it means
0: to you. Great stuff. Well, I appreciate you, Evan. Keep rocking and rolling, and uh, and hope to see you. Uh, hope to see you soon. Be well. Keep growing.
1: Thanks, man. Thank you, Joe.